focusing on ways to have to have kavanah during davening. We spoke about last time Ashtasi Chaypetz. If a person makes the Maisa Tvila into something which isn't just uh, something in their mind, something which needs some kind of activity, then it makes it something more which a person forces a person to focus, brings them down to what they're thinking about. The Maisa, we're not just talking about a minor, about some advantage of how to do it better. It's a scary thing to think about. But there's an element here of, it could be a person not even yet. And what do I mean by that? There's a shayla when it comes to davening. What's the minimum requirement for a person in order to daven? In other words, uh, one could daven like a person speaking, that he's enunciating every word, you can hear what he's saying. There's the option of davening, maybe that a person's davening um, when he's still pronouncing the words, but uh, he can't hear what he's saying. There's the option that a person is just like using his lips to mouth the words, not actually saying the words. Or the option that a person is just, it's in his mind, he's not, he's not even using his, his mouth. He's just either reading with his eyes or thinking with his mind, but he's not saying anything. And when it gets to that level, the person's not yet to tell. Tell us to be and uh, the idea that a person thought the words of Tvila isn't bad in doing it, it's nothing. It's like a person thinks a bracha, it's not a bracha of Atzala. A person thinks a Shemun Ezra, he didn't daven. And this is, because this is something which is extremely common, especially without a person thinking about it, and that is that, like I said, the brain goes into an autopilot mode, and when that happens, the person stops talking, he thinks. Like his mind goes through the sequence of the words, he's not actually saying anything. If that's okay, it's not yet a tefillah. It's, it's not called saying something, not if you didn't say it. But Krishna is the extra man. It has to be, it has to be Shemeh, what's the Shema? It has to be Shemeh, Mashemeh, Tzibut. When it comes to Shemeh, Esra, in the Ikra, then he should be able to hear what he's saying also, because the Halachas, the Shulchan Aruch says, it shouldn't be so loud that the person next thing can hear. That's it. It has a problem, so at least he's saying the word. Right? The canyon, the content, whatever it would be, he's saying the word. But a tefillah, which is just a tefillah belief, which means he didn't say the words even, he just thought the words, that's the problem if you have to in action. And that the problem is, like I said, when a person, first, it's not, even that's not true. Even when a person is reading inside, very often tefillah becomes reading. Like you read a book, you read an article, whatever it is, which means you're just using your eyes, not even using your mouth. But uh, when a person is working from memory, like what happens when a person gets into Shemunesra, so then uh, it's much more common that a person switches into thinking mode and not speaking mode, and if that's the case, it's not yet in Tvila. Which is a problem, because it's one thing to say that a person wasn't speaking Mechavin, didn't have the biggest Kavana, so wasn't the most focused, but okay, at least he daven. To be saying a person didn't daven, it's not, it's not Tvila. Indeed. He's just thinking the words. He's just thinking the words. He's not saying anything. In his mind, he's going through the words he knows, but uh, he's not, his mouth's not doing anything. That's common? Very common. Not in the minion you're davening, because when you're into davening, you look around at a minion when you're not davening, and watch. How many people are moving their mouths when they're davening? Sorry? Is it Daphne or Daphne? People, 
and they said that they look in his eyes. First of all, as far as I say, we went to Yeti Twitter, at least Yeti Twitter, because there's a nice Twitter. Now, on that, when it comes to other Twitters, we're going to see that one of the ages for Twitter is that a person who's listening to what they say. You're driving it loud enough, you can hear yourself. Because if that's the case, then there's a, then there's a, a certain kind of regularity that makes you talk because I'm used to hearing myself. If a person dives quietly, and therefore he's not used to hearing himself, then the, the action of it is moving his lips, not moving his lips, becomes much harder to focus on are you or aren't you. Which, is, uh, which, which would be more of a reason to, for a person to be conscious himself. I mean, maybe I didn't dive. Now, I thought to the dive, but I didn't actually say that. That's now to say focus on saying the words is a little bit more difficult because it's not something different to what a person always thinks he's doing anyway, and therefore it's it, when when a person drifts into thinking about it, having or in autopilot mode, so it's harder for him to focus. Am I saying the words? When it comes to Shema, we're going to talk about Shema. So then the matter is say the words aloud. Or get used to uh, like trying to say each word properly. Like all our of Shema, not to run words together, to say each Nakuda properly, to say each letter properly. So that, that's a focus on I'm saying it, because I'm listening to how I'm saying it. When I come to Shema, there's no discipline like that. And if that's the case, so then the question of what you're saying, then how you're saying it, it becomes more Shriach that people aren't actually saying it, they're just thinking. And therefore, the idea of finding an activity or something which is going to make me focus on what I'm saying. Like I said, following the words inside, word by word, whatever it is, makes me focus more on what I'm saying. And it may, sometimes not just a shadow of Kavana, it's a shadow of Bichal, because of this I'm being yetsi tefillah. I'm saying the words of the tefillah. Now, that's the, the one that The second that could. We said last time, uh, um, uh, something uh, which needs a chafsa, which needs a maisa, is easier for me to work with than something which just needs machshava, which is just something I'm thinking about. On the other hand, the Gemara says that, um, it's in when I'm a Raymond who said that I'm a machzik tova de roshi, that bends in body. I get to body, my head must to go like this, and I'm happy it does, because I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Which means what, the, what he's really saying is that even though moedim is an action, I need to bend down, right? I need to incline my head, but the mindset becomes part of the routine. So just like, like I said, when I drive a car, I naturally uh, put on the gas when I have to get more power, I don't think about it. The same when it becomes part of much more answer, I naturally bend my head. Moedim means to do that, so I'll do that. So a mindset which is just built into the regularity of davening is not going to work. It just becomes part of the routine. It becomes part of the you know, the pre-rehearsed thing that you need to do. Mashiach and the mice, which a person does for himself, whatever it is that he's going to, he's going to make himself do something when he does. That's going to be something which occupies his mind to the extent that it's going to make me focus on what I'm doing. Okay, so that was the mashiach we spoke about last time. The importance of bringing bring it to the mice. Importance of bringing it to the mice. And now this brings us to the next point. We said the third function of Twitter was to connect Twitter to what's happening in my life. It's not meant to be like a separate thing. That I'm busy with whatever I do, and I have to stop. Davening is a different parsha, and then I come back to what I'm doing. Other, the point of Twitter that we saw in the Hashem 
is that to behold whatever I'm doing, I want to connect it to Akadish Baruch So if I'm busy in a project, I want to ask Hashem for that. I'm busy learning a sugya, I want to ask Hashem for that. Whatever it is, the Tvil is meant to be the the hemshech of what I was thinking about or worried about or dealing with or, or trying to take care of anyway. Now, it's easy to say that. How does this work out? And why is it a question? Because very often, the person thinks, there's a chayla I know about, I have to think about it when I get to the Fahina. Or someone needs the Yeshua, I have to think about it when I get to Shmaq, whatever it's going to be. And then I realize, oh, I missed the chance. That, uh, I wasn't thinking when I got there. So that itself isn't good enough. Now, the feeling that uh, uh, when I get to this bracha, then I need to, I need to remind myself what to think about, whatever. So if a person wasn't thinking when they got that bracha, so it's not going to work. It's not going to work. So if there is something I need, I need to dive in for. So what's the what's the answer to to make the Twitter focus on that point, to bring the Twitter to that point, that it's a that it's not just saying the words. It's, I actually have a tzarich, and I'm going to use the Twitter to dive in for the tzarich there really is, and but it's not it's not the first bracha in the Twitter. It's later on in the Twitter. So what am I going to what am I going to use as a way to 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 Build the Tfilet to focus on it. So, there's more than one answer. I want to give one answer now, something to think about. And that is, a person can, we spoke about before on a different topic, that before a person starts diving in, you can you think about the fact I'm going to dive. You'll see in Chazal there's also a concept of a person can be Masadir Makshavaisa. He can put his thoughts in place as you before he dies. He's planning what he wants to say. Now, therefore, I don't have to start Shemesha and straight away start Brachari Shaina. I'm going to start Shemesha and I'm going to think before I start. What are my thoughts? What am I going to talk to Hashem about? What, am I, what, am I, what, what do I want to say? And therefore, now, if a person really thinks in a rush that I'm coming to Davin because I have this sorry, or I have this in mind or I need this person needs to be sure. I'm coming to Davin to you for, to help this person whatever it is. Right? So even before I've started Shemesh, and I haven't gotten to the Brach in Shemesh yet where I want to talk about where I want to ask something that thing whether it's Rafael or Barakharein or Shemakharein whatever the Brach is going to be that the fact that the person is Masada what the Makhshava is meant what I want to ask for up front it helps Keep a person's focus on it that they're going to when they that they'll they'll ask for this when they get to that point in Twitter also. You know, if it's just something in the back of my mind or something like that, that I have to remind myself when I get here to ask for something, it's not it's not enough of a trigger. It's, normally, a person reads it and doesn't realize it until later that they, they see they missed it. Now, you want to marshal for this, which is actually brought in halacha, right? Let's not talk about the bakasha I have. Let's talk about the bakasha I have to say. It's a chayish you have to say out of the oven. So I was like, remember, when you get to recite, say, Yad of Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. It depends how much I think what I'm saying. Right? So then why does it help? In the Kaplan that I remember before, Yad of Yavon. Now, yes, for those who didn't know it was Rosh Bichlal, and maybe it helps. Right? But it's a bit of Rosh Chodesh. So what does it help? Right? The very fact that the person's beside the Machshav before I start, I want to say Yad of Yavon, I get to recite, it has an effect. It's not just something which is in the subconscious that, remember when you get to recite. I already said up front. I want to say out of I want to say it's as fast. I want to say an end or whatever it is. It, it, it brings it more to the forefront of a person's mind 
that uh, therefore I'll think about it more and it'll help when I get that and therefore if we're talking about working on working on there's something I want to dive in for so don't just leave it as something which yes and therefore I must remember I must keep in mind when I get this dive for up front I'm diving to because I need this issue I need to be sure for this person I need to share in this Indian so uh, I'm coming to dive for that issue good now I've started what I want this is like saying whatever it is. Once it's on the front of my mind more, it's easier for me to remember, so to speak, what I wanted to ask for. So, two points. The one is on the quota of how to make sure that I'm focusing on Twitter. And the issue you want to say today is that it's not a shadow of a khumra. If I'm not focusing on Twitter and it goes into something which is just a matter of thought, I wasn't yet to. If I knew that, which, which stage that happened, I'd have to go back. In other words, normally say if a person doesn't that kavana, there are more paskins we don't go back. We don't go back. If a person didn't daven, it's like, I mean, of course, he hasn't said it yet. That, that's the first thing. So that the importance of being able to keep focused is that we don't get into a stage where we're not actually saying the words. That's the first point. And the second point is that if a person something wants to daven for, so then the way to do that is... Remind yourself, the fourth pillar. I'm coming to die for this, for this, sorry, for this, for this need or this person, whatever it is. I had a story from a colleague of mine. It's, a, it's not just like a nice story, but it's, it's also a wake up call. He was there in a certain place. And he said he had in his shiv a certain bach of his mom, he was like the best boy in his shiv. A mass made and a good made and a lamb then. And he says about davening in Yerushimah, Imam Yishim, an excellent bach. His best bach, basically. And, uh, anyway, goes off Ben Islanim, comes back and tells Yerushim, he's a chassan. So, oh, Mazen said, very nice, very happy for you. He's like, he's a kala. And he was sure that, no, he would have had the pick of anybody he wanted. He has an excellent reputation. He's a good boy in every way. So he mentions a certain guy that he goes to. It's meant to be a nice girl, a from girl, uh, everything good, but no, nothing like. He has left the question like, no, what was so amazing about her that she deserved a husband like a husband like that? She could be a wonderful person, but normally, like, you see, if she's someone who's meant to be a tapacha, so you want someone to talk about her in some way that like, she's not a shemitsia and she's a tough girl in some way. Eh, doesn't say anything. Melza is very nice, she's a wonderful person. So I got married and I came back to live in Kailo. And there wasn't much money. So you know, he knew that he was here and he was learning, but uh, it wasn't easy. Anyway, this uh, younger man comes to me before Shoshana for uh, 100 shekels. And he says to him, um, I want to give you 100 shekels to distribute to any soccer you want. So he says to the Shema, he says, Look, I understand it's a source before Shoshana to give soccer. But, uh, you know, in your matter, I don't think you should give the money to the stock. I think you need the money more yourself. So you should give less to the stock. So the single man tells him, it's not stock, it's a chiyuf. It's a chiyuf? Yeah, it's a nether. What's a nether? She says, learning from me, it's from my wife. She said, three years ago, when she decided she started to dump for Shaduchim, so she decided that she was going to take on herself the self-kavanish monastery. And in order to force herself to do that, 
She's makabal on herself that every time that she, her mind wanders in the middle of Shemesri, and she does concentration in the middle of Shemesri, she's makabal herself five shekels to stalk her. So he said, so, every, so she keeps the cheshbon every time I sit down. So before she shot it, we said, I have to make a cheshbon for the year. So it came out, she had a hundred shekels to stalk her. So I have a chiv of a nether. That was nice. So she, my friend, so she was telling me this story. Like I said, it's, it's, it's not just a nice story. Like it's, uh, why she's like to such a shidduch because of the tefillah. But more than that, you see that shaykh, not to the one, not from the person, why not to wander in tefillah? Right? If, if, if over a year, she has to pay 20 times, then every other shmona yesterday she was focused the whole time. Okay, so maybe she's done three times a day. Maybe she's done twice a day. Once a day. What's the difference? But the nakuda is, it's not something which is not in the realm of possibility. And uh, I've told the story of, uh, I was misspoken, I've told it a few times. But uh, why it's, for me, it's a good story to say, it's a good story to hear. It's because it's the kind of thing which often people are mirrors about. You know, I've always tried to dive, and you always have a dive, and I've been trying for years already. And a person gets to a certain mindset that I don't really believe it's possible. Not to, not to, the whole phenomenon to be focused the whole time, not to, not to, not to, my mind wonder even once. A lot of people are holding that. Uh, it's nice to miss Chazak, but that's, that's not within the realm of possibility for me. So I don't, it's important to hear stories that, even, you're not talking about Gedali Adam, you're talking about a person who's probably younger than everyone in this room. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. If a person sets their mind, I'm going to focus for that shit. And uh, they're going to set themselves that if I don't, then I'm going to, I'm going to pay the price. Right? It's possible to do. It's possible to do. And... Do you say like a thing like that, which we can learn, definitely I learned from it, I think it's very important to that, is that, it's, it's, like I said, the more we make something into, it's a very hard thing to do, the more we convince ourselves we can't do it. This is a general thing, I'm not thinking from the stories that I have, but it's a general thing of a recession, that when they say the positive, the more a person thinks something is B'Shemayim, the harder it is for him to achieve it. Because you're making yourself the psychological block that this is way too difficult to me. This is something which is way beyond me and therefore it doesn't I don't really try that hard because I'm really thinking deep down it's too hard for me. And if something if, if I if I don't achieve it then it just reinforces it for me. You see I was right, I knew I couldn't do it. Right? It's too hard. When it gets we have to take it the other way around. And say it's not hard. It's not impossible. If uh, if if Maybe regular is the wrong word, but if uh, let's say someone is considered an average girl, right, could uh, take on such a commitment and keep it, right? so then it means it's not an impossible thing to do. We could do it also. And I'd rather, if we bring it down to something that uh, we expect ourselves to do, so then the question is why not? Well, how are we going to manage that? The question comes the other way around like, why, why, why aren't we doing it? What's so difficult about it? So then it becomes something which we look at more as something which is possible. Now, I didn't start with the story. Because when it's right at the beginning of the video, I didn't start, like, you know, guys, you don't think that having Kavan is a hard thing. It's not so hard to call. But there's a reason for that. Because uh, before a person gets into a track of doing something to have Kavan, so then you're giving a person the Chizuk without the tools. So, of course you can have Kavan. Sure, why not? But you don't give a person the tool how to do it. So then what do you want to do? Because this feels guilty. That should, you tell me it's easy to do it, I'm not doing it. So then what do you want to do? Right? But once you've spoken a little bit, no more, but so far, 
about there are tools that a person can use, there are techniques a person can use to help themselves have kavanah. So now look at it as not done, look at it as something that's hard to do. Once we have the tools to do it, I employ them because you'll see it's not so hard to do. That's the that, that's the mahalach which is meant to come with Avayda. And that is that chizok without he says to give most about something without teaching the halacha is meaningless. Because you're telling people you really should be doing something, you don't have to do it. He says people, it doesn't help just to give people most about that. You shouldn't be talking about Shnara. I don't know what halacha is about Shnara. That you have to teach because you've been chazik and you don't know what to do. And now that I've done halacha without the chizok, it also doesn't help. Because I think, I think it's too hard. And therefore, yeah, it seems like no, I'm writing about halacha. I'm writing the halachas, I'm giving you the chizuk. So you shouldn't think that's too hard to do because you'll see it's Shri Shlosh now, important because it has much of shaykh. At the same time, if you give the chizuk, we are telling you what you, what you have to do to get there. Also doesn't work. So there's the halachas, you have to do. That's always the mahalach in, in, in avoiding. You have to see both sides. On the one hand, what's the technique? How are you going to work on this? But at the same time, once you have a technique, once you have a mahalach, there is a way to do it. So you have to look at it and say, it's something I can do. Other level, we have the, the yukhidus. Yeah. Uh, the answer to that question really depends why this person is facing out. If there's a certain nakshav which is worrying him, right? So like, he, he, he just happens a cash on the Gemara or whatever it is, and I'm trying to work it out. So sometimes it's like a to stop. Like deal with the issue in your mind and you go back to study because it's disturbing me. I can't have it like that. Right? Masha'enkan, if it's not, what's disturbing me isn't a specific thing. It's some day, I'm just daydreaming. It's something, it's something to focus on and try and resolve. The problem is I'm, I'm not thinking. I'm, I'm, my brain is just like idling about anything else. So what, what am I going to wait for? So that's the case. But this is a refocus and go back to where he was. I try, try harder to have the one. So that's the point we're going to talk about today. So like again, we spoke about last time. What's the maisa? What's the maisa? The maisa. A person should convince himself that they, it's shaykh to have kavan lahavet for shemesh. person should convince himself it's not impossible to to keep focus. Just use a technique to do it. But it's going to be in looking word by word in fact. But it's going to be in the word like we said before. But it's going to be uh, before each bracha. Revolve used to say, before each bracha, Start and think, what am I asking Hashem in this bracha? Not, what does the bracha mean? Another translation. But for me, what am I asking Hashem for in this bracha? And this goes without what you said before. To make the Shemesh relevant. And I'm asking before, Slachlana. So what does Slachlana mean? I know what Slachlana means. Slachlana means, forgive us Hashem for you to draw. But what did I do wrong? I'm asking Slachlana for right now. If I'm asking for any, I know what the words mean. But if I'm asking for any, for what? Who am I asking for for? If I ask Baruch for who, for what? Now, to think before each bracha, start, think. What am I asking for in this bracha? That's, that's also another technique that makes the person bracha by bracha um, focus on this. I was finished the story which I saw myself. For Seth Yama, Revolve was very weak. Shemesh is taking a long time. What he used to do, and he had this technique of stopping before each bracha to think of what he wanted to ask, and he used to do it. And with the older, he was hard to stand. The boy used to sit down. He said a bracha. He said a chedi and he stuck sat down for a few seconds. He comes to that and said the next bracha. He sat down for a few seconds. And what is in the kodesh? This is exactly this point. 
to cite for Shemarash, you have to stand. If you're trying to think about what to say in the next bracha, so he felt that is it. He's not davening, he's not thinking of what he wants to do. So yeah, he goes to Shemarash, sits down, pulls himself up, stand up for the next bracha, sit down again, stand up. You can see, he's spent time thinking, each bracha, what am I going to ask for next? Fine, the Volga. So we don't have to sit down. Strong enough to still stand, but it's not there. Okay, now, I've said that bracha. Now, next, what I'm asking for, think about it first, and then, you matter, again, if a person gets into the thing of doing that, then it's also a way, another matter. I have to keep focused on the Shemoneska, that I'm not just one long process, bracha by bracha. Each bracha, I'm thinking first, what was this bracha meant to be? We said it before. If we have that mindset, it's just something we can do. Yeah.